ride with me in my foul life. everybody. It's Chad Belding jumping on here again to remind you to go to shoot-on.com. Again, that is shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli Migration Madness between August 1st and October 31st, 2023 for your chance to be entered to win over $15,000 in prizes. Included in that are those Super Black Eagle 3s in the Max 7 camo from Realtree, the $4,000 online banded shopping spree, three cases for each of your new Super Black Eagle 3 from our friends at Federal Ammo, hearing protection from Tetra, and so much more. August 1st through October 31st, 2023. Go to shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli Migration Madness. $15,000 in prizes. Again, presented by Bandit and our friends at Federal Premium Ammunition. It's the 2023 Benelli Migration Madness Sweepstakes. Good luck, everybody. You can spend a lot of money on glass. How important is glass? You're a big game hunter. I've seen you make a lot of amazing shots on on different animals. Running shots. A lot of running shots your specialty is, but glass is huge, right? Huge. Glass and trigger. I, I tell everyone that. Well, obviously ammo is, is a huge part ammo. of it, but... Um, but all of it, even... Well, your your cousin would tell you that the, you know, the... I can't think of his name right now, who's from Zero Guide Fees. Travis McClendon. He would tell you the same thing. The binoculars and spotting scope, to, if you want to try and, your, and kill and a trophy rifle animal, scope. Dude, and a rifle scope. You got to stay in the glass. Yeah. You want to find a big mule deer? My, I'd be going like this so fast. My dad would hit me and be like, <laughs> slow down. Yeah. Stay on that part right there and look in that whole that whole uh, bed of, of rim rock right there. Look for a tail twitching. Look for the sun to hit his antlers a little bit. And sure enough, you do it. You stay in that glass. You see that, then you get the sticks out, get your scope up, and then you decide whether or not that deer is big enough to put a stock on. Mm-hmm. Then the rifle scope comes in. I've seen you make a lot of shots, but Vortex is unbelievable. Wisconsin, United States of America. Their binoculars, their spotting scopes, their range finders, their rifle scopes, their red dots. I mean, these guys are on top of their game, yeah? Oh, yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, what are you talking about binos and optics for a duck hunting show? We scout. I scout a ton. You have to. Everywhere we go, the the funnest part of the hunt is scouting. Right. You know what I mean? Especially in Canada. Well, because you get to watch them, right? They're not... You're watching them. You're watching them through glass. You're talking. You're strategizing. You're looking for your hide, the tree line, where they're approaching from the roost or the day low fat. Hey, we can get right over there. I see an embankment. I see a rock bed over there. We might be able to hide our blinds in there. There's a weed line over there that we could get our panel blinds in. It's always strategizing and like, you know, being like that coach with the team in the huddle the day before of like, hey, man, we, we, we you know, we're trying to strategize what we're going to do the next day in the big game. And then when it comes to fruition and those flocks, Cooperate and you do it. You owe it all to that scout. And Vortex is right along with us. The official optics, spotting scope, binoculars, rifle scopes, all of their range finders. We use them daily here at the Foul Life, where the payment ends, the provider. Thank you, Vortex, for being the official optics of the Foul Life. Foul Life Nation, what's shaking? Welcome to the Foul Life Podcast. I'm just uh, chilling here, going to talk a little bit about another new episode of season 15 of Benelli's The Foul Life, airing right now exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. 
this week we're already in week number six it's unreal you work so hard to film all fall and then you go into the winter and spring and editing season and it takes so long to do each of these episodes i'm talking 80 to 100 hours per episode and then you start airing them and each week just flies by and it's like man all that work and it's like it's kind of like being a chef and you work so hard on an unbelievable recipe and then it's just devoured by people and they don't care what it looks like or the presentation or the art they love the flavor but they're not sitting there giving a rat's ass how much work went into it it's kind of like that it's a um we love doing it but it's a lot of work and then these weeks just fly back week six already season 15 of benelli's the foul life airing exclusively on the outdoor channel this week is called the woods in writing i'll give you one guess where we're at i got my co-host of breaking it down with me today could you guess if i said the woods i, I, I know in exactly writing? where yeah where the timber of arkansas oh look at you probably already watched it no you probably don't even have the outdoor channel you're probably one of these guys that says i i just I don't watch streaming TV. service i don't watch tv <laughs> traditional tv's dead do you have it no <laughs> Dude, the cable bill is $300 a month. Yeah, but that included phone and security cameras. And no, no phone. I don't have a... you have a landline? Landline. You have a phone hooked to your cable you pick up? We have up? it right here. We have one in here. Yeah, I have a landline for... We use it for conference calls and stuff. Yeah. Which you don't need it, but right. we have one. Might as well have it. Might as well, might as well pay the extra money. When are you going to go hunt the trees of Arkansas? I'd love to. I don't know why I'd love to, because it's so far out of anything I've ever done, but it sure looks fun. It's the best. And then this episode, we have these riders. We have two riders um, that joined us with George Thompson's there, also product development for Benelli. Um, have Drake White in camp singing a cappella around the campfire. What have what, my buddy, what, my partner uh, Chris Cifrio from Jargon Game Calls there? What what uh, magazines or whatever were the writers? From? NRA, Wildfowl, Gun Dog. Oh, nice. Um, oh man, a couple more. American Waterfowler. Do you coordinate the release of this episode with what they've released too? Or? They've already released oh, a they bunch because they were there writing on the new Super Black Eagle three twenty eight gauges. That's what we used in the woods. They did. They don't have it in left, so I don't. I didn't shoot it, but they <laughs> are going to have it in left, from what I'm hearing. But, yeah, it's just such an awesome episode. We hit Arkansas right. The weather was right. The ducks were there. Blue skies. We had one cloudy day and still hammered them in the the, the low clouds. Um, Chris Ciffrio, I said my partner in Jargon's there. He's an unbelievable timber hunter. Awesome on the duck call. And we worked several pairs, fours, tens, thirties, fifties. Um, had Denny Reading Camp from Camo Space. There was a lot of people there. It was a great time and had Brandon there and Marty Hetch and Joel Wicker and the entire Arkansas crew and Drake White brought his crew in. Mr. Billy Bogey's there cooking. We highlight his smothered deer steak in the provider cookbook in this episode. The dog work, Axel's there. Um, there's a couple other dogs in camp with us. Blue was there, Timber, Nelly, who are the mother and father of my new dog, Izzy, a little bitch in, in uh, Indiana, in Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, she's doing awesome at 15 months old, but her parents, uh, Timber and Nellie, are owned by Marty Hetch, and they're both Arkansas Timber dogs. Do you guys all hunt together, or you split up? We split up. How many guys typically Christian hunt? Curtis was there from Banded. My partner, Eric Larsgaard from Banded, was there. I mean, they were in and out. You know, we were there for like eight, nine days, and people were coming in and out. And we usually, when in my hunt groups, I like to have four or five, 
that one day where we we crushed them in the clouds, which is hard to hide. We probably had too many. We had Chris, George, the two riders is four, and me is five. Two cameramen is seven. But you know, with cameramen, you can get creative and, and camo up good. And then we had the dog. They just wanted to be in there. We worked them, and and that that's the thing about there's no other place on earth that you work ducks like you do in the flooded timber of Arkansas. They approach different. They work different. They drop in below the canopy different. They finish different. Like, you got to know when to call the shot because they'll flutter down. And then, you know, like when you're letting them get low, they'll just like squirt over here and squirt over here and land wherever they want. You know, they, they, they might come in in 10 and like in a river or in a cornfield, those 10 will finish right in the hole together most of the time. And the timber, they'll just spread out at the last second and they'll go their own way. So to get them on camera the right way, you know, you got to time it perfect and call the shot. Um, They're coming into the flooded timber to just to get water, right? They don't eat there. No, not really. Like they, they eat and sleep almost all night on big rice checks and they gorge themselves. So they stay out on that water to where they could hear a, a coyote trouncing through it. And if the stars are bright enough, they could see shadows and, and stuff. Because that's why ducks sleep on water. Geese is to stay out of predator. You know, and birds of prey really aren't hunting at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but coyotes are. Bobcats can. Um, and down there they have pumas that they call their cougars. But they leave those rice fields and they come into the flooded timber. And yeah, sure, they're going to drink on some water. But they could do that in the flooded rice. Um, they're coming in there, in my opinion. They'll get the if there are acorns dropping, they'll eat on those during the day and still have food substance in there and food source. But I think they're really coming in there to stay out of harm's way. The coyotes can't really run through that flooded timber without being heard trouncing, which is going to notify the ducks. Birds of prey can't really see them over, and when when they shoot down, there's too many branches to hit in order to get a clean kill. You know what I'm saying? You've seen birds like a hawk yeah, or an yeah. eagle drop in on a duck, or even like when I've seen it when we shoot ducks, and before the dog can get to it, one will swoop down and get it. Mm. But, you know, they can't do that in that flooded timber. Yeah, because they've got that canopy of leaves and they branches. Got and, yeah. Branches and all that stuff. So those ducks are safe in there. So I think they go in there for sanctity, to raft up, for safety, to chill during the day, and then they'll fly out at night and go back to the rice. And it, when it's windy, it's better in the timber or no? No. Timber, some wind is good to line them up, you know, 10, 12 miles an hour. When it starts getting gusts at 20, then it starts shaking those trees too much, and they get scared when they're up there, hmm. when the canopy's really moving and shaking and flustered a little bit. And, and then you got the idea of tornadoes and lightning storms and stuff coming into that area where we've had to get out, evacuate the timber in a hurry. You don't want to be around those trees when, a tent, when the lightning's going off and big storms come. But, dude, it's awesome. You come out of Prairie Wings, the duck camp, and you walk down the sidewalk to the mud room, and you get your waders and your blind bag, gun in the gun case, ammo. And then you come out that door and turn left, and there's all your boats right there. All self-contained, get in the boat. You got about a mile, three-quarters of a mile to a mile to the best timber hunting in Arkansas. And it's you travel out there on a river system? No, and then it's just you tuck the boat in? ditches that's on Oh, they property. just have, yeah. Boat ditches cut. That, you know, they work in the off-season to make sure that the, the land is managed and manicured. They don't have, like, alligators and stuff in there, do they? In the early season, they didn't have them, yeah. Do they really? Yeah, and and water moccasins. I was going to say snakes, right? Yeah, but this time Because you're standing in the water. Yeah, but this time of year, you're not... I mean, gators are going to be in hibernation. (laughs) Yeah, unless you step on one. I saw 33 sets of eyes of gators this last year, and we went to Louisiana to hunt till in November. Nah. They were all in the deep water, but when we get into the... When we get into the shallow water, they'll still be in there. That's why they use GPS collars on their dogs. They very rarely hunt with dogs a lot of the times. When it's that water's still warm, those gators will come up in there and smoke their ass. Yeah. 
that would be a little, a little different thing. Yeah, you got to be safe. But that timber, dude, I'm telling you, this episode, again, it's called The Woods in Riding. And to have Benelli there in camo space and Drake and Bandit and Avery and Greenhead Gear and all my Arkansas family, it's just there's no place like it. We visited Max Prairie Wings. We visited the Jargon Call Shop. You see a whole section in that, uh, us making a call. We make a call in the call shop. It's a it's a special drop we did. It was called the Prairie Wings Timber Call. And it, it goes right from the call shop to my lanyard to the timber killing ducks. Mm. And you see the whole, the whole experience take place from making it to killing ducks with it, calling ducks with it. What uh, What's the deer steak smothered in? Gravy? Yeah, it's an unreal recipe. And you made it and filmed it there? Yeah, Billy Bogey made it. The guy he made it. It's yeah. his recipe. It's in the. You've seen it in the cookbook. Yeah, yeah. We got that big spread of Mr. Billy, and uh, he's a phenomenal cook. From I what told I the guys, I go, "You'll never taste venison like this," and they all agreed. What does it taste? A little bit gamey, so you know you're eating it, or is it just like a steak? It's how do I describe it? It's chicken fried deer steak on steroids, turned into a casserole with onions and peppers and mm. gravies um that you start it with you start it with tenderization you take it out and he tenderizes all the pieces of meat then he takes it into this special batter he does with some flour and some different spices including the provider rubs and then he fat fries that for a little bit gets it cr- crusty but he doesn't get it all brown and he doesn't cook the meat 100 percent through takes that out and then he layers it into a baking pan and that's when he adds all of his gravies and all of his peppers and onions and and whatever he wants to put in there and then he puts that into the oven on bake at like 300 i believe for an hour hour and a half and it comes out and you don't need a knife and you cannot just eat one piece or one set, one serving. Mm. Everybody goes back. He 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 pairs it with mashed potatoes and corn, cream corn, and rolls. This is why you get so fat during duck season. Not you personally, but I put all life put on, in general. You put on fifteen freaking pounds just in Arkansas if you're not careful. Because you so offend good. Billy if you don't eat his French toast in the morning or his fried bologna or his grits. <laughs> you offend him. You don't eat his biscuits and gravy. He's like bullshit. He don't really get mad, but he I could tell he's a little bit hurt. Yeah. Fried bologna for breakfast? Oh. Oh. On a sandwich or just regular? Whatever you want. On a biscuit with grape jelly, sausage in a biscuit and grape jelly. The fried bologna's unreal. It's so good. And that you don't even have that out here. No. Nah. But they get those big wheels of bologna and slice it up, cut it up into chunks, fry it. It's so freaking good. Mm. Hearing Drake around the fire singing his old school songs, like always what which you can't have, and you can have you can have you can't have my dog. That's off one of his newer albums, but he acapellas that. And we pair it up with Axel and the other dogs retrieving mallards in the trees. So he it's still drop cool. a little 50 years too late? You're going to watch it before you leave here today. I can't believe you don't have – he didn't sing 50 years too late. But I can't believe you don't support us and have the outdoor jump. Every time we are on the microphone together in these podcasts, I'm bitching at you I for know, something. You're, just, you're browbeating me. It's because you. it's like, why wouldn't you? You, you work with us. I don't have it you in general. Even, you haven't even asked to see an episode. I've seen a bunch of them. Where? Here. Bullshit. Every time something's ready to be seen, I see it. And you, <laughs> you know it. You I saw re- the turkey hunting thing. That was back in April. I'm talking about the new season of The Foul Life. Oh, I've seen uh, I've seen the New York stuff. I've seen... What else have I seen? I've seen the... Why, why, was it Wyobraska? Why why is it called Wyobraska? Because it's on the Wyoming-Nebraska border. Oh. You think? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird word to say, huh? 
It's a weird word to say. I see everything on social media, by the way. Um, top band, top badge holder, fan. What does that mean? It means I like and comment on all your stuff, so I'm the top guy. On Camel Space? Yeah. That's a badge holder? I don't know. Top fan. You've never commented on Instagram on any of our stuff. That's BS, and you know it. I've never seen one. You wouldn't look. I'm looking at those bottles of Jack Daniels, and we had some of that in Arkansas around the fire. I'm telling you, you got to come experience Arkansas now that we have our new property there. Oh, it's going to be amazing. When are you going to start that up? We're starting right now. We've got the iron in there, starting the levee system, starting to make the boat roads, clearing some holes, planting. Um, Hunt it in a couple of years or next no, year? No, we're we might get in there this year. If they get in there this year and we got our water right, there's no reason not to kill them. They're already imprinted on it. 192 acres of flooded timber with 24 acres of high ground that sits above it where our lodge is going to be, looking out over the trees. You'll be able to sit up there with big windows or a deck with a highball, watching ducks work the timber. Wow. Cooking. It's going to be sweet, sweetie, sweetie. But that's it, man. I hope that everybody enjoys it. It's Arkansas. It's Prairie Wings Duck Club. It's Max Prairie Wings. It's the Jargon Call Shop. It's Mr. Billy Bogey and his cooking. It's the campfire with songs by Drake White and and, uh, beverages supplied by the one and only Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey Jack Daniels. It's Benelli there with two outdoor riders testing the Super Black Eagle 3 28 gauges federal premium um 28 gauge ammo in the black or uh, in the tss i'm shooting 20 gauge and 12 gauge in the tss and the regular federal premium black cloud three inch threes and three inch fours um jargon duck calls being used the mega four the live duck the chit chat it was a blast that smothered deer steak axel and the dogs nelly and timber Thank you to George Thompson for setting that up with me with Benelli and bringing the riders out. I hope you all get to see it. It's airing this week. Our primes will be Friday and Saturday. Outdoor channel, Benelli's The Foul Life. I hope you all enjoy it. Please continue to support the partners and sponsors that support our TV shows, our podcasts. Like Alex sitting here, all he says, they're the ones that are supporting us. There's a reason why we work with them. They support our heritage and our culture of outdoorsmen and gatherers and providers and hunters and fishers and foragers so check out our sponsors page at thefowllife.com support them get your new provider cookbook the new rubs at theproviderlife.com you can check out everything we're doing with our duck and goose and turkey calls at jargongamecalls.com and don't forget to get a ribeye or a new yorker a filet or a brisket or some beef ribs or some asian style ribs or some of our american almond beef burger at americanalmondbeef.com more to come from our brands thank you benelli thank you federal thank you bandit thank you realtree all of them mojo is all over this arkansas episode mallard's finishing right on top of the brand new newly improved mojo mallards remember them from 1999 well now they are indestructible quiet faster wing speed easier to charge easier to transport easier to take the wings off magnetically put them back on it's the brand new new and new and improved mojo mallard not the king mallard this is the the brand new mojo mallard we hunted with them all year last year from december 1st on and they are bad to the bone thank you mr terry demon and chuck smart and the entire family and crew at mojo outdoors louisiana usa i'm chad belding with alex crosby it's benelli season 15 of the foul life tv airing exclusively on the outdoor channel get the outdoor channel the sportsman's channel the world fishing network support the networks that support our culture like we talked about with our sponsors and it's week six 
the woods in riding with Benelli, the riders, and on my entire Arkansas family at Prairie Wings Duck Club. Hope you all enjoy it. In the meantime, listen to Leith Lofton right here. What you going to do when the money's all gone? Life on earth won't last too long. So what you going to do when the money's all gone? I'd rather be poor living off in a hole than rich as hell without a soul. Life on earth won't last that long. What you going to do when the money's all gone? Say life on earth won't last that long What you gonna do when the money's all gone?